Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. is Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Hannah George and I'm a screenwriter. I'm joined by author and comedian Katie Wilkins. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. This is where absinthe meets arson, Negroni meets necrophilia, and Grand Marnier meets Grand Theft Auto. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. Oh my god, I would love a Betty Hill HBO series. (laughs) Real porn actors. (laughs) This is just like a crazy dream now. (laughs) That's a euphemism, guys. (laughs) Rubber, rubber, rubber. Now it's time for Drunk Women Solving Crime. Hello and welcome to Drunk Women Solving Crime. We are recording this on Zoom in front of our lovely patrons via Patreon. And if you'd like to come to the next one, then join up for £3 a month. A little Patreon plug there at the beginning, just to mix things up today. We are joined by someone we first met last year sharing a dressing room with at Edinburgh Comedy Festival. Uh, she was was part of our show. She was dressed as a gorilla, full makeup every single day. So we, and literally, tonight is the first time we've seen her not dressed as a gorilla. It's incredible. It's so nice to see her. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Posey Mater. How are you? I am good. I'm really enjoying having a naked face. Like it's it's great. It's so good. It, uh, it lo- I mean, it looks great. It's lovely to have you here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. What I remember, my other memory of you in the dressing room at Edinburgh is the fact that, like, for your show, didn't you have to eat several bananas? And oh my God. I worried about you every night that your <laughs> potassium intake was going to... I was going to be like, she'll be dead by tomorrow. There was, like, a part of the show where I have to ask the audience how many bananas it takes to kill a person, like, per day. And one day, someone said five bananas, and I eat seven bananas in my show. And I, like, legit had to, like, pause my show and be like, is that real? Like, did, you, <laughs> did you make that up? Because if that's real, like, somebody needs to take me to hospital right now, because I've been doing this show for 25 days in a row oh uh, yeah it was it was not a fun show to do 25 days in a row wow, wow. seven every seven show, a show. yeah oh, can, boy have you ever eaten a banana since no no <laughs> and like literally my parents when i went home for christmas they like did that sort of classic parent thing of buying you a lot of food that they know you like <laughs> oh, and yeah. they bought me a lot of bananas and they're like my mum was like showing me around all the food she bought in the kitchen and she was like and here's all the stuffed pastas we've bought and here we bought you some bananas and i was like no 
I don't want to look at them. Please take I them away. I never want to see another I don't banana. See them again. No. <laughs> no. That's like Castaway when he finally gets rescued and there's a big seafood platter. Like, come on. Think ahead. <laughs> yeah. It's insensitive. Yes. <laughs> um, well, it is a pleasure to have you here, um, Posey. And on this podcast, we only ask one question, and that is have you ever been the victim of a crime? I have. I've been the victim of two crimes, if I'm allowed two very, very short stories. Go on. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. One is Edinburgh Fringe related, and Ooh. one is moving to London related. Two very stressful things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so last May, when I moved to London to like do the whole comedy thing, um, I like I moved down. I was from Shropshire. I was from the countryside. I grew up on a mountain. Like I was very unused to living in a crowded city environment. You, and... you sound like you are actually a gorilla, though. Like uh, yeah, and, like that's, that's my that's my secret. Is I do have to shave several times a day to just like pass as normal in human society. Uh, my show is actually autobiographical. Um, I and then the first week that I was there, I was um, uh, rehearsing in New Diorama Broadgate, which is like a sort of free rehearsal space for people who can't afford normal rehearsal spaces. And so I uh, moseyed on down there. Uh, on the Tuesday, I'd moved in on the Monday. I got there on the Tuesday. I went out for lunch and left my brand new laptop that I had bought for the sole purpose of moving to London no. in my dressing room. I came back and it was gone. And the thief had walked into New Diorama, walked into my dressing room specifically, stole my laptop and my director's laptops, and walked straight back out again. And if you know New Diorama Broadgate, it's like two floors of an office block. So, like, all of the other floors are like, businesses and I, I don't condone crime especially on a podcast about solving crimes but i'm like if you're gonna if, if you have if you're gonna steal steal from the business people and not the the poor starving artists yeah. <laughs> so, um so that's my welcome to london Oh, oh my god! Shit. But also, like with that, that feels very sort of targeted. It yeah, feels, do you know what I mean? Like, like when we saw them, like because we watched the security footage and everything, like the police didn't catch them. But oh. We watched the security footage, and like we saw them walk directly into our rehearsal room, pick up Ooh. our laptops, and walk out again. Wow. No, Rival production. Ooh. Yeah. It was, it was very bizarre. A bitter theater group. Yeah. <laughs> That's an inside job. You, do you know what I mean? Like, it feels yeah, like industry people, right? targeted industry people. There. Yeah. I mean, they, they were know? like, we just can't let this gorilla show get made. It's, it's going to be too deadly. Too deadly. <laughs> yeah. She's going to eat too many bells. She's going to die. They were saving <laughs> you from your her health. It's like Final Destination yeah. style. They're like, we have to stop her from doing this show. It's too um, much potassium. Yeah. So there was that. And that was fun. Oh. And oh, it was that sucks. a great welcome to London. Mm. Uh, and then the other was when I was up at the Fringe, I was doing a lot of flowering for my show because I was self-producing and I was doing it all myself and I had no marketing budget. So I was going out every day and I was flowering as my gorilla. And I find this very funny and very laughable, but it is, of course, quite a serious thing to talk about. Yeah. I get so much like really quite bizarre sexual harassment when I was flowering in my gorilla costume like like the most bizarre so like um the first uh Friday that I went out flowering I got five guys do exactly the same joke to me and they'd all come up behind me slap me on my gorilla ass and then turn around to their friends and be like word for word oh sorry thought you are my ex and like oh to like roar to their friends laughter and yes of course wow. it's like deeply serious and blah 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 but I was also like do men only have one? Like, <laughs> this is not a big crap. I'm just, I'm flying Bristow Square. Like, it's a fairly self selecting yeah. group of people. The f- five times in one evening, no, I got wow. the same thing, the same line, like, Holy word for word. Holy shit. That, yeah. Like, that just says everything. Yeah. I mean, Fuck, like Jesus Christ. It was so bizarre. It was so. Very. I got like a guy come up to me. I'm clearly like, I'm clearly in a gorilla outfit with a gorilla face makeup. And a guy came up to me and he like raked his hands down my chest and he Ugh. went, meow, little cat, and then ran away. And I was like, what the I'm fuck? I'm not is even it? a cat. Like, I'm clearly not a cat. Oh my what God. What the fuck is it about someone in like a costume that makes people think that they can just touch you? Like, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And like, yeah. it's a green light for sexually. Like it's not like you know you're dressed like Jessica Rabbit. You're a gorilla. I was dressed in a gorilla outfit. And so I, like the first uh, few days I went out, I got a lot of men in particular wanting to touch my little gorilla nipples because I had little gorilla nipples on my costumes. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. this is, to an extent, I can kind of understand because they were very funny gorilla nipples. <laughs> but also, so I then went out with a little bra on on top of my gorilla nipples. Oh yes. Oh my I gosh. I remember the, that. Yeah, the little gorilla bra. 
nipples. Was that to stop the harassment? <laughs> yeah, to stop I, the people touching my little gorilla nipples. And did I mean, that I'm work? guessing that it stopped the nipple touching, but invited some other stuff, possibly. I got like a few like little bra snaps. The snaps. Um, yeah. Wow. It felt very, uh, felt very much like we were back in high school again. Um, oh my God. But yeah. Uh, you gotta love it. You gotta love it. That's crazy. <laughs> isn't I just it? can't believe how lazy men are at writing jokes. Apart, exactly. Apart that was the thing that annoyed me most. Like, there's so much to unpack. Yeah. I bet they were all comedians with their own shows up there as well. <laughs> I know. They fly at me afterwards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, by the way, come to my solo show down at Comedy Barrel. Yeah, it's actually really yeah. feminist. Didn't you just <laughs> smack my ass? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was a joke. <laughs> Oh my god! Like, because even if you had been dressed as Jessica Rabbit, it would still not be okay. I was talking to like a lot of other women in particular who had done like shows dressed as like weird, funky animals and stuff. And like, so this woman like dressed as an octopus a couple of years ago, and she was like, "Yeah, it was hell for me. Like, they just wanted to touch my tentacles all the time." And it sounds like so absurd to be having this very frank conversation, being like, "Yeah, you know, they just couldn't keep their hands off my gorilla nipples." And like, "Oh my god, they went crazy for my tentacles." But it's also like such a bizarre thing. It's like, why, like specifically when women are dressed as animals do yeah. people feel like more entitled to yeah. lay hands on them it's weird isn't it it's even just yeah. fancy dress like if you're at a fancy like, i've been to festival a few times and a couple of yeah. times at be- even at, like at festival i felt like i went dressed as the queen once i had like a whole queen like <gasps> so not re- not recently r.i.p but like <laughs> you know and so, mostly such was, bad like, taste Anna. <laughs> yeah it's really inappropriate <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah i remember like I remember a bloke just grabbing me and he was quite old and, you know, probably about 70 and he sort of grabbed me by the arm and pulled me away and I was like, sorry? And he was like, I must show you to my wife just because he obviously thought the costume was good. But I was like, dude, I was like 18 or something and I'm like, I don't want to be like, you know... Uh, dragged into the bushes by an old man regardless of where his wife is i guess that's better than him slapping your ass and saying sorry i thought you were my mother or something (laughs) that would be a whole different joke if you were joking that the queen was your mother slash ex though like i think there's there's you know there's something there god it also means that that could have been prince andrew which no one wants i was 18 i was far too too old okay so well i think we've proven beyond a doubt that male predators uh, make mediocre jokes. That's how you can spot one. That's actually not how you can spot one. Oh my god, I've dated so many. (laughs) If you're out on a hinge date and he's really shit with his jokes, run. Yeah, if he he makes the really low-hanging fruit, super obvious jokes that you've seen a hundred times on Twitter already, Mm -hmm. he's probably a (laughs) paedophile. Well, that's that's a fact, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, most of science at this point. <laughs> science. Posey um, did a did a survey. I did. <laughs> I, I, like at the Edinburgh Fringe, very extensive, hundreds and hundreds of participants. <laughs> <laughs> well, Posey, we say uh, on this podcast. The other question we ask is, what would you say to that person now? So let's start with the first one. What would you say to the person who stole your laptop and your beginning your life in London? I'm still paying that off, bitch. <gasps> I didn't have contents insurance because I'm oh, a stupid no. child, bitch. <laughs> and then oh, I would be no. quite intimidated of being in their presence and feel sorry because I just said a bad word at them and so I'd probably apologise and leave. <laughs> and that's called justice, guys. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how yeah. every confrontation with my mother goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, that, I, that, I, spur of the moment. Won't happen again. <laughs> I overshared. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean it. Sorry, um, my dog is whining, so I'm just going to let him out oh, the door. Sure. That's a euphemism, guys. <laughs> oh, that's that's what how she refers to her mother. <laughs> we used to call it my my cat's meowing, because that's what Katie said once on a Zoom. You yeah. were like, oh, my cat's meowing. And it, your cat was meowing outside the door, but you also yeah. just really needed a piss. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it worked so seamlessly, and then somehow it, I hadn't gotten away with it in the way I thought I had. <laughs> I'll use that for like hookups now. I'll be like, I'm so sorry. Just give me a second. My cat's meowing. Yeah. And like shuffle away to the bathroom. Oh, you're talking about the cat, the cat meowing. Yeah. yeah. I think Taylor just did the quickest piss. (laughs) I just go in the corner like the dogs do. (laughs) And posing the other, uh, what would you say to that person now, which will be, you know, one of those five paedophile comedians that uh, slapped you. (laughs) I would be like, if you're gonna sexually harass someone, at least make a genuinely original joke, my friend. Yes. 
good like, advice. At least to give them something they can use in a stand-up set. Yeah, mix <laughs> up the formula. Come yeah. on, mm-hmm. douchebag. Be it's original. so root one. Yeah. Originality is is key here. Hacks. Yeah. Hacks, I tell so you. hard to come by in the sexual harassment community. Yeah. <laughs> so to the sexual harassment community, we say, do better. Do better. <laughs> now it's time for drunk women solving crime. Thank you for sharing, uh, Posey. We're now going to move on to the true crime section of the podcast. Ooh. So uh, lend me your ears. For today, we are discussing the Tottenham Outrage. No, it's not the, the the state of their trophy cabinet. <laughs> That's a football joke, ladies and gentlemen. I um, knew that. He's gender normative now. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Tottenham outrage was something that happened in 1909, uh, three years before the Titanic sank. <laughs> I'm writing that down as a clue. <laughs> It is a clue. It is a clue. A lot of the things that happen in this story are really fucking 1909. Like, they really are. Okay. Um, Okay. All right. I'm seeing monocles. I'm seeing silly hats. (laughs) There we go. I thought you said the the first plain food, Katie. I'm not even sure a plane's been They could have had a sandwich up there, but it was the first plane that flew. Ah, interesting. Yeah, Edwardian, baby. Ooh. Um, So we are at... um, Schneumann's Rubber Factory. I'll allow it. <laughs> First question, what are they making at this rubber factory? Rubber. <laughs> what are they making with hey. the rubber? Yeah, it was a trick question. <laughs> I mean, really, you got it right. So. They're making a thing. They're making a thing. Um, Condoms. Oh, no, that kind no. of rubber. Sheaths. Yeah. Okay, we've got sheaths from Katie. I want to say tennis balls. Nice. I read a thing earlier, I think it was a tweet actually about someone that asked why their, I think father-in-law had a tennis ball in the fridge and it was a scotch egg that had gone off. (laughs) Oh God, that's so grim. Oh no. It's just such a great visual though. Like it's really It really is like the fuzz. Oh my goodness. Oh, I wish I had that. Glad he didn't lob it. That's upsetting. That's very upsetting. Okay, so the first thing I think of with rubber is tires. I don't know how much tires were kicking around in 1909. Of course there were cars, but not on a scale that I would think that this factors. So I'm going to go with, with, with soles of shoes. (gasps) That's good. That's really good. Posey, did you give did you give an answer? I meant tennis balls. Of course you did. And then I went off yeah. on one about scotch eggs. <laughs> yeah. Taylor's oldest time. Um, <laughs> guy, oh, Taylor, you should have backed yourself. It was tyres. Oh, fuck. I mean, I feel like she should still kind of get the point. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. You were all here. <laughs> Female you, work. You place. heard it. <laughs> she gets nothing. So let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's meet the perps of this crime. We've got Paul Helfeld and Jacob Lapidus and they were members of the Latvian Social Party who was responsible for smuggling revolutionary literature into Russia. Oh, of course. Of course, you know the guys. So before they moved to London, they lived in Paris with Jacob's brother, uh, who was going to assassinate the president of France. This has escalated. But something something happened on the day of uh, of the assassination that scuppered it. What do you think happened? Boy. They got a flat tire. A flat tire, nice. It goes full circle. That'd be great. I'm going to say there was uh, like a general strike because the French do like their strikes. They love a strike. Okay, there was a, a <laughs> assassin really all striking. Yeah. <laughs> all the, all the assassins are striking. <laughs> was it the first time they lit up the Eiffel Tower and people just lost Ooh. their shit? Like they just couldn't handle it. Look nice. at the lights. Nice. We can assassinate. <laughs> um. The bomb went off as he was going there. So he had it on him. He blew himself up. Yeah, yeah, it just went off. Sacre bleu. (laughs) Well, quite. Yeah, so it detonated on the way to the assassination. Oh, boy. Yeah, not ideal. (laughs) A funny thing happened on my way to the assassination. (laughs) I died. (laughs) I died. So Jacob and Paul moved to London. Um, Paul gets a job at the rubber factory, uh, but refuses to give his name. Um, you used to very I don't know how you used to be able to get jobs and you're just like well I'm not giving you a name so what we <laughs> yeah. just give a fake name we can't just go like no name like you could be like oh it's John and it's not John 
No, yeah, it, um, that's very he, attention seeking, if anything. Sorry, continue. <laughs> no, you're completely right. You're completely right. It's an odd move, actually. Um, so he um, refuses to give his name. What was he listed as on the timesheets? Johnny Tyre. Dipshit that wouldn't give his name. (laughs) I'm going to go John Doe. Oh, clever. Yeah, that's good. I am am clever. (laughs) I'm also making notes because I'm such a fucking nerd. Hey, you're not the first note taker. (laughs) Yeah, we love the note takers. Yeah, you're in a club with Jenny Eclair and who else? Oh, Lisa McGee wanted to take notes, didn't she? She Loads of notes. She had quite a notebook. Yeah, I know. You're in a very exclusive club. Yeah, I like this club. Okay, great. I'll keep going. (laughs) Um, Well, apparently he was quite a big lad, so they just called him Elephant. He was just a... Oh. Yeah, which actually, a bit sort of bit high school, a bit hurtful, actually. That Um, is so Tottenham. You know, we're not here for the fat phobia. Exactly. Uh, Exactly. Schumann's Rubber Company. Yeah, you would have thought, just, just tell them your name's Jacob. Like, it's just... Yeah. Hashtag hostile work environment. Yeah, he should go yeah. to HR. Get which your sensitivity ha- training together. Yeah, which actually is a fake name because um, it was Paul that went and got the job. So if he said his name was Jacob, that would have been a, a fake name. But um, oh, yeah, right. so he's known as um, Elephant. Um, anyway, he and Jacob decide it would be a good idea to rob the factory. So sure. what do you yeah. think they're going to rob? What's their plan? Is there a safe mm-hmm. where money is kept? Okay. And they're going to break in at night because nobody's working a night shift. Break into the safe and drive away on some very fine tires. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Posey? I'm going to say they were going to rob the machinery. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. And start up their own tire factory. Rival tires. The long game. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Industrious. They dream of labor. All right. In that like case, it. I'm going to say they, yeah, because they'd have the means of capital production. Anyway, I'm going to say they're going to nick <laughs> that's some. The, yeah, that's so good. They're seizing the means of production. <laughs> yeah. That's how you, that's how you do communism. You do yeah. your own factory. <laughs> <laughs> but you share it with the people. I think they stole some st- stock and then they tried to sell it down the market like Del Boy. Well, actually, yeah, it wasn't um, sharing with everyone. They were stealing the workers' wages. Wages. Wow. Oh, my gosh. It's like the targeted laptop attack. Again. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Steal from the workers. Exactly. Steal from the boss, not the workers. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Yeah. hundred years and nothing changes. <laughs> Honestly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And um, mm-hmm. these guys were just trying to put on a play about tyres. And... <laughs> Um, There's a musical. Oh my god! <laughs> rubber, rubber, rubber. Um, I love so. the jazz hands. <laughs> yeah. All covered in calluses because the working conditions weren't good. So yeah, Paul noticed that um, every week a 17-year-old office boy, Albert Keyworth, was driven to the bank to collect the wages and was always dropped off at the factory at the same time. So there was about eighty pounds in wages, uh, which is about fifteen thousand pounds today. So. Ooh. Wow, okay. Quite a big haul. So they run up to him um, as he arrives back and they wrestle the money from Albert. Uh, The chauffeur jumps out of the car to try and help, but Paul and Jacob have bought weapons with them. What have they bought? Crowbars. Crowbars, nice. Yeah. Oh, see, I went right to guns. Just to be different, I'm going to go boomerang. Nice. I appreciate it. Respect it. It's very Bond. Latvian. (laughs) They have it in Tomb Raider. So, famously set in Latvia. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what, Taylor? You need to back yourself, mate, because it was guns. Wow. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, so and probably a don't bring a well, rubber right? mallet to a sword fight. <laughs> so um, they shoot. Um, they're not scared to use these guns either. They are shooting a lot. Uh, they wow. miss the chauffeur. They miss the boy. So they don't. They don't hit either of them. Um, but obviously, the gunfire attracts some attention of the people around them. What building was opposite the rubber factory? Um, and let me tell you, you would not want it to be there if you've just done a crime. Oh, the the Tottenham Police Station. Okay, the Tottenham Police Station. I'm going to say the Tottenham Prison. Oh, the Tottenham Prison. You guys have chosen. We kind of went with the two. The two. Yeah. You're going to have to say bakery, Katie. Oh. You're going to have to say bakery. Can I give us a comedy no, you one? know what? I'm going to go really Larry pub with some vigilantes in it. Ooh, nice. This has got vigilantism in it. So, um, okay. 
Mm. Hold your horses. It's also got horses. Um, <laughs> Stable. <laughs> it was the Tottenham Police Station. Okay. Mm. Your yes. clue is too good, Hannah. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit, wasn't it? <laughs> what would you not want <laughs> across the street? <laughs> I forget I've got someone taking notes here. So she's going to know as well. <laughs> yes. So two policemen, Tyler and Newman, they hear the, the shot, gunshots. They give chase. Jacob and Paul run away on foot. Uh, some members of the public, the vigilantes, tried to stop them, uh, but they got away and the policemen are getting left behind. So they commandeered something from a passerby. What did they commandeer? Bicycle. Bicycle. Nice. Yeah. Um, skateboard a la Back to the Future. Nice. Nice. Oh my goodness. I'm going to go with carriage because we've still got, we've got carriages still along with the cars. We have. We certainly so have. There, there we go. Yeah. Horse and carriage. Can I you said there mine. were horses. That's, that is very clever. Can I amend mine to tandem bicycle? Because there are two of them, please. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I don't have that detail, but it was bicycle. So oh, well done. <laughs> it was. Yay. So I just had a look at the chat. We've got a lot of horse suggestions. And somebody said Titanic. <laughs> they commandeered the Titanic. <laughs> it's three that. years early. But... <laughs> That would be terrifying if you're running away from the scene of a crime and a kind of like a hundred ton vessel was yeah, coming like very slowly moving towards you. Yeah. I'm yeah, when I imagine it, I imagine it to be like um like in the Goonies when he was on that little girl's bike with the stabilizers. But I don't think it was much like that. There were bicycles. They also um commandeered a gun from a member of the public, the um, the policeman. Okay. Lots of members of the public have guns in this for some mm. reason. Um yeah. But they're not on the bikes for long because the chauffeur turns up in the car from the factory, picks PC Newman up, and for some reason, PC Tyler runs alongside of the car. Just to show that he could. <laughs> Why? It feels like something weird like your little Why? brother would do or something. Hey guys, I've been training. Check, check, yeah. check this out. Did PC Newman not let him in? He was like, no, I call shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> and then someone gave him a shotgun. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Literally. They literally called shotgun. So they're basically. Was it a smart car, maybe? Just mm. can only fit a couple people in there. Nice, nice. So, yeah, so basically they're driving um, down the road after the um, Jacob and Paul, who are turning around and shooting at them a lot. And this is where we get wow. our first fatality. And it's, it's, it's awful because in the crossfire, members of the public are all taking cover, but in the crossfire, they hit a 10 year old boy called Ralph Jocelyn, um, oh. and he dies. So he's he's been killed now. So this this robbery has now turned into a murder. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it, it gets serious. Um, so Jacob and Paul head towards the Hackney Marshes, uh, and there are a group of men in a field who had nothing to do with any of this. But again, I've done exactly the same clue. I've put they were probably the last people Paul and Jacob wanted to see. <laughs> um, what were these guys doing? Who, who are they? They are the Marsh Patrol Unit. <laughs> okay marsh patrol marsh patrol be on the that's for all the sad parents out there that have to watch public <laughs> they were the sas training to catch random thieves okay sas training like it i'm gonna say they were football fans Ooh. yeah okay going back to the football um the football link um no, they <laughs> I love the positive response we always give them. The, oh, me down so quickly. Oh, oh, oh great answer. Oh, I know. And you're very wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah you fucked up. It's a no from me. But <laughs> Drunk women solving crime. Please welcome to the stage your favorite band and mine. It's the Patrons! Introducing Mary and Allen on vocals. Claire S. Lead Guitar, Melissa Jane Trow on bass, Hannah Marie on drums, on keyboard we've got Laura Welsh, Megan Abertelli on sitar, Christy Whitelaw playing the banjo, Phoebe Wilson on the harpsichord, and Jennifer Hayde on the bongos. It's a hell of a band. What a sound. If you'd like to be a rock star and support us, check out patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Enjoy the gig. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. They were a group of men who had been duck shooting on the marshes. So they all had guns. Oh my gosh! There are so many guns. Wow, in this, this is story. the most my like goodness. America England has ever been. Yeah. I, I know. Like honestly, we've never had a story with yeah. this many firearms happening. Yeah. What is this? Uh, Texas? Yeah. yeah, Tottenham, Texas. It's not <laughs> Texas. It's Tottenham, <laughs> ma'am. It's crazy. Wow. So they give chase. The um, the duck men give chase. With their <laughs> duck men. So this is why you just need a good guy with a gun that was trying to kill some ducks. <laughs> It's like a 10-year-old died because the good guys were going to get chased. Oh, wait. Yeah, this is why you should never have guns. Yeah. You're you're very malleable, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) I really am. Very pro-gun. Very anti-gun. So, can I shock you? I've overshared and I didn't mean it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what happens in the next field is going to blow your minds, guys, because they run into the next field and there's another group of men. No. And the reason it will blow your mind is because we've already had it as as an answer and I mocked it. Posey, what was it? (gasps) Are they football fans? Uh, Well, it's a football team, which is good enough for me. (laughs) What? And they all have guns because football was very different back then. No. This is just like a crazy dream now. It does feel very surreal. (laughs) This chase is utterly ridiculous and and it continues. So the football team also give chase. Um, then some local workmen spotted them. Why they're chasing? Like, what what are we doing? Running? I'll run. I know, I know. I guess like the the police uh, are chasing them still with whistles. And at this point, I think there's about twenty people chasing these men <laughs> who do right. have guns, and they're shooting back the whole time. You know, wow. they're trying to. But they're like, follow oh, those bad guys. I was about to say it's very cartoonish. No, I keep forgetting about the guns. This is yeah. serious. Somebody in the chat said it's very Bunny Hill, and it is very Bunny Hill. Yeah, very yes. Bunny Hill sketch. Yes, yeah. it is. It has got um. Sort it's of a, a really dark post-Watershed Benny Hill. Yeah. But the more people Benny you Hill's have... HBO series. Yes! <laughs> oh my god, that's going to happen. It'll be like the Fresh Prince all over Oh my again. god, I would love a Benny Hill HBO series. Do you know By real porn actors. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it'd be super dark, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh shit. I like it. Oh man. We'd all when... watch it. So, it's the football team. They give chase. Workmen spotted them. Gave chase as well. Isn't there a point where there's too many people in a group? You know, if they're all relatively the same speed, you're actually going to end up slowing each other down? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This isn't helpful. Yeah, exactly. See this and go, I think they've got this. Like, Yeah, like tripping over each other. I don't know. This is the thing. I, like, I don't know. I like the sense of community, but it's it's just I'm trying to picture it. And it's yeah. Not. Is it is it that we're also disenfranchised? We can't work out. Yeah. We can't get our heads around someone helping their neighbour. I don't think so. <laughs> this would happen in like 2023, right? Oh no! Yeah. No, no one can eye. run. I think this yeah. would be like a lot of Instagram reels. Yeah. John, that is literally my worst nightmare: is the idea of having to run. Like in order to be a hero, which I really perform a citizen's do. arrest. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Get on. shot at and try and trip someone up before I, you die. I do it like, like <laughs> you're under arrest. Like, yeah. Yeah, like the press would come to like try and give you an interview afterwards. You'd be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, that that would that would be me. It would be a shame, yeah. um, and I would have made it well, worse somehow. What Posey yeah. probably doesn't know is that. Hannah has asthma. So <laughs> Taylor and oh, I was just speaking from my personal experience of being fat, so <laughs> No, no, that's fine. It's just a running joke because I, I, I pretend that I'm an asthma denier. <laughs> so when I can shoehorn it in, I do <laughs> Big <laughs> asthma's out here to take our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's a seated position. <laughs> so No standing desks. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, guys, what's happening now is that, um, you know, like I say, they're shooting behind them. They're shooting the whole time. Someone else is going to die. And PC Tyler gets hit and he dies. So, no you guys, way! yeah. Oh, Your man Tyler. from the beginning, um, he's shot. Um, so, the chase continues onto Chingford Road. Um, so, we're out of the field and we're onto a main road again. So, also, this time. How many rounds do they have? Like, that. Do you know what I mean? Do you mm. see, this is what's interesting, because at the end of this, I mean, I'll tell you this now, at the end they say mm. that they were supposedly, they shot 400 rounds, which feels like, where would you have... This feels you... like very Grand Theft Auto. It does, doesn't like, it? It feels like a video game more than actual real life. And do you know what? It gets super Grand Theft Auto now, because they commandeer another mode of transport. Oh. What do you think Is they... it an auto? And it is an auto... I think it's automatic. It's it's like a proper mode of transport. Any Any guesses? A bus? A bus? Train. Do cars exist back then? I want to say a car because of what you just said. Cars they do. can't commandeer a train, people in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I the said <DLR>. train. <laughs> Copying the chat, we've got tractor. Nice. A tractor. And a horse actually is sensible. Yeah, a horse would make sense. We actually. haven't had the horses yet, right? Oh, yeah. Maybe it's like a horse pull tram. Ooh, interesting. Mm. Now, did someone say the DLR? Yes. Yeah, somebody did say the DLR. Well, it's not quite the same. It's not the same at all. But it was the number nine tram. Oh, tram. It was a tram. I mean, okay. I said bus. I feel like I should get the point. <laughs> no. No, you do. You do, get, you do get the point. Um, yeah, so they leap onto the tram, threaten all the passengers, and all the passengers leave it immediately. Whilst this is happening, the driver at the front spots the guys with the guns getting on. What does he do? Uh, pisses himself. Nice. <laughs> does he just stop it? Stop the tram. Yeah. He does stop the tram. Then does what? he perform a citizen's arrest? Nice. I don't know if he runs away or if he tries to... I feel like I... given what has happened in the story so far, everyone wants to have a piece of this action, so I think they... Yes. Are going to... Okay. Just takes them down. Like, yeah, just yeah. knocks the guns out of their hands like a, like a righteous tram operator yeah. would. <laughs> or like, or, or he, training. That tram training is thorough. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is what they train for. He breaks <laughs> off the gear stick so they can't make it run again, and then he just like runs away. Oh, that's so clever. We're half right, Katie, because he doesn't break off the gear stick, but he does run away. He oh, runs- <laughs> okay. <laughs> but what he does is he runs up the stairs and hides on the top deck. Oh, oh. okay. Oh, he didn't what even is get this? off. Scream one. He has no self-preservation instinct. No, he doesn't. And also, his mate is going to get annoyed with him because there's a conductor on the tram. So he leaves the conductor downstairs. Yeah. And so the men force the conductor to drive. Oh, no. And he's still upstairs. Whoa. And now he's trapped. Yeah, now he's on this runaway tram. And he's pissed them off. Well, and he's pissed himself as well. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> he's, they don't know he's up there. But the, the conductor's like, I don't know how to drive a tram. Um, but they say drive it and so he does wow. he starts it <laughs> and behind him uh, the police are catching up they've um they've come off the fields as well they're in they're on um uh, chingford road so they commandeer another mode of transport to chase what? them in um we've already had it what is it it's a horse and carriage i'm going all in on horse yeah yeah it's a horse moment it is a yes. horse <laughs> yes and i'm um, picturing the lloyd's horse in particular mm. Such a hot horse. Beautiful horse. It's amazing how nonplussed everybody is, though, when that thing gallops past, like, yay! None of us are going to get trampled. Do you know what I mean? Like, that would be that would be terrifying if a big stallion came by. Silly that horse banks. makes me believe that banks are good. <laughs> no, I always forget it's advertising a bank, though, because I watch that advert and I'm like, I want a horse, not a bank. Yeah. <laughs> Do I get a horse when I open my checking account? I would love that. It's better than like 50 quid when you transfer £1,000 into this bank account because I never have £1,000 to transfer into a bank account. Yeah. (laughs) You just get a horse. (laughs) I get a horse instead and it makes my financial problems worse. (laughs) (laughs) It's gone over your overdraft again. (laughs) Too much hay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, we've had some lovely chat about the horse, but unfortunately, Paul shoots the horse and it dies. Oh, God. No, no. It's okay. It's CGI. Guys, it's CGI. Someone's just put fuck's sake in the chat. (laughs) (laughs) That is how I feel. I I know it does feel. Sparky, you've said it. 
Yeah, absolutely. Okay, guys, I'm going to give you one more. You're ruining this gunfight for us, Hannah. You're making it really look sad and dark. (laughs) (laughs) This is what it's really like when it's not a Hollywood film. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's just loads and loads of like um, it's yeah, it's a series of things that that go wrong. (sighs) Yeah, I mean, it's got a lot going on. This that's why they call it the uh, the Tottenham Outrage. I've got one more mode of transport for you because the conductor. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> God. This is great. <laughs> um, the, the conductor tells um, Paul and Jacob that round the next corner is another police station, so they probably need to get off at this stop. So they get off the tram. They're like, right, fine, okay. They got off the tram and they can commandeer one more mode of transport. I'll give you a clue. It's delivering something. I just milk feel van. Like, milk van, okay. Like whatever the Royal Mail was called then. It's a mail truck, a mail Ooh. vehicle. I just feel like Hannah's going to turn around and go, it was the aristocrats. <laughs> 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 what do you call an act like this? Like, it's so crazy and dark. Um, but if not that, if it's real, then... If it's real... <laughs> Okay, it's like true crime, so sure. Do you know we haven't had trike yet? Tricycle. Nice. A tricycle delivering children to their parents. Um, Clowns. It's going to only end well. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's a terrible answer. No, no, it's not. It is. style of presenting tonight and i'm not sure i like myself but... no, it's what it's good someone someone needs to call bullshit <laughs> female <laughs> bullshit <laughs> um well i'm actually going to tell you because uh Posey, you smashed it it was a milk float nice thank you very much how did she do yes. it um oh, right. i make notes <laughs> <laughs> the notes told me <laughs> um guys they shoot the driver and steal it and, oh and... no God. Like shot to death or to wound? Do you know what? No, um, they just wounded him. He did not. He did not die. Oh, thank um, fuck. Good. Yes. Yeah. 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 And they flee in the direction of Epping Forest. Um, they reach a six-foot-high fence. Um, at this point, um, there's over thirty ground. people. Sorry to interrupt you, but they're at Epping Forest now. Yeah, they're going towards Epping Forest. They, I mean, all right. You know, as much as awful, but you know that is some distance. Fair play, covering some <laughs> yeah. ground there, boys. Yeah, they gave it. They gave it a really good shot. Sorry, Hannah. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. It's, um, I believe it was something like, yeah, it's like six miles that they cover. Like, you know, this... Yeah. Oh, is this that is... just six miles? Oh, okay. Yeah, but that's a, that's a long way to be chased and be running yeah, and is. swapping vehicles. No, it's true, it's true, it's true. Especially in them days. Yes. It just shows so... how bad my, my knowledge of London still is to this day. I'm like, wow, a forest? <laughs> it's kind of... They're close. in Scotland by now. <laughs> All right. All right, so they're, okay. So Jacob manages to climb um, the fence. Well, he could. Um, He's full of milk now. He's got yeah, all that yeah. nutrition. He's got plenty. They had to drink it to yeah. speed up the milk flow. <laughs> oh, if he's anything like me, in 20 minutes' time, he'll shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the story ends. That's how they get caught. It's like, oh, yeah. no, it was, it was the lactose intolerance that got him. <laughs> they smell his farts from a mile away. Oh <laughs> yeah, he's hiding. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Um, oh dear so jacob manages to climb over the the um six foot high fence paul was too exhausted by the chase and he tells jacob to save himself wow um, so what do you think paul does at this moment he's got all these people coming towards him has a nice glass of milk <laughs> got milk oh my god right, so he's told jacob to save himself mm-hmm. he's stuck he can't climb over mm-hmm. and there's a mob heading towards him that are basically going to make him die a horrible death yeah I what think he, he do? might shoot himself then. Okay. I feel like he's the kind of guy that's going to turn himself in. Mm. But I could be wrong. And I hope I am because, there, frankly, there's been enough death in Tottenham yeah. today. Yeah. Has he? Did they manage to steal the money? Has Jacob run off with the money? The the money was never recovered. So I oh. don't know. Apparently they, they recovered some coins um, on one of them. But um, mm. the rest of So he doesn't money... like throw the money in the air to create a distraction and get oh. away. That's not going to be it. They don't want the money. They want revenge. I think yeah. he might like set up a little, again, Grand Theft Auto style, like open the milk float door, prop up his shotgun and oh. like try and pick off as many as they as he can. Yeah. Right. Because at this point. Yes. 
take yeah. as many down as he can exactly do you know what he does take one person down and um, I think Taylor said it he does, he kills himself he just wow. turns the air. <laughs> that's yeah I would have shot that. a hole in the fence oh yeah a oh, oh, big hole actually then they would have still been able to follow him I don't know no no interesting interesting I much I mean I think at this point yeah he's just he's obviously had enough um so the chase continues for Paul. We've still got Paul out there. He's still trying to get away. Uh, so he's now run to Walthamstow. No, wait, Jacob or Paul? Paul oh. just died, right? Paul I think just Paul di- was the elephant, so I'm imagining he's the one that couldn't climb the fence. Well, <laughs> remember. I can say that because I'm fat. I made no... <laughs> <laughs> Do you want guys... Thank you for calling me on my bullshit because it was um, Jacob. Yes. Jacob's okay. running away. Jacob's running away. Um, Female bullshit. <laughs> so he's run to he's run to Walthamstow, um, wow. which is so far wow. away. Yeah, oh I do know where that is. He's very in very good shape. Yeah, yeah. sounds kind of hot. <laughs> I would write letters to him in prison. Mm. <laughs> You're so misunderstood. Mm. I can yeah. fix you. Why did they have to chase you? That's on them. <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't have hurt anybody if they'd just let you go. So, guys, we are in Walthamstow, and there's a woman called Mrs. Rolleston. Um, she's out at her front gate. She's heard the police whistles. She's heard this commotion. And she stands at the gate trying to see what's going on. However, Jacob vaults over her garden fence, um, in- runs into the house, and slams the door behind him. So she oh. is out in the garden. He is in her house. So he's taken this opportunity. But my question to you is, what is inside the house? Her children. A, no, a big dog, like a Rottweiler. Oh. Big dog, nice. Yeah. I pictured dog, but I want it to be the children, and then it turns into the sitcom version, like, and the toughest thing he'd ever done was turn into a father. <laughs> yeah, do, like, do, 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 it do. switches genre to daddy daycare. Yeah. We're out of the HBO dark, Benny Hill, and we're yeah. back to comedy. The chats had some, somebody Jacob was a full-on athlete, all impressed. But now I'm seeing her husband, who's a policeman, Ooh. is in the chat. That is a really good answer. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, that would that would be very synecdoche. PC Rothamstow, or whatever you said. <laughs> You've put Walthamstow and Rolleston together. <laughs> <laughs> At least I was listening. You were, you were, thank you. And when, and when that's a... That's a plus for Taylor. She's like, I, I it's a rarity. It's a rarity and a plus. <laughs> um, guys, it was her, it was her two children. So, oh shit. no, yeah, which is not ideal. Um, oh. so really quickly, just telling you is she starts screaming. Please, does he wife. not know that one of them has a nut allergy? I can see where this is going. He makes a peanut butter <laughs> oh. sandwich. Oh, oh. <laughs> They, the police get in via a, a ladder and an open window and Jacob's they get the ladder. kids out. I knew the it kid, was coming. The kids are fine. The kids get out, guys. Oh, right. Oh, thank goodness. It's fine. It's fine. But Jacob is in the house somewhere and he's hiding. Where did he try to hide? I'll give you a clue. It's pretty stupid. <laughs> was it behind a curtain the way a two-year-old does, but you can see his feet? <laughs> yeah. Is it more stupid than everything else he's done so far? Did he just cover his eyes? <laughs> like, I think it's behind the front door. nice that's actually quite that's quite clever yeah until it shuts yeah that's it yeah any any advance katie the thing is he's trapped doesn't matter if he's hiding what he needs to do is escape well yeah i mean the fact that he's hiding anyway is is pretty stupid so he tries to hide in the chimney that's really clever. Do you Maybe that's... he could like climb yeah. up it and escape. Oh, is that like, his plan? Or like if he was sort of like sort of propped propped up there, so like he'd like done like his little legs were up. And oh, he was, like, like Matilda in the yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's clever. I think <gasps> it's a really good idea. Yeah, and he's a is a full on athlete, as we have established mm-hmm. in the chat. Yeah. Okay, well I take it I take it back. It was clever. But the thing that wasn't clever is that <laughs> he realised he didn't fit. So he got out of the chimney oh and then like walked and locked himself in one of the bedrooms. But like With left sooty feet. Yeah. Like Oh, he left his footprints right to the bedroom. Right. He got sloppy, Jacob. Yeah. Yeah. He did, he did. And so basically he hides in one of the bedrooms. Um the police come in, they shoot the, the door open and as the door oh, man, opens... You know what he should have done? Sorry, he should have done fake footprints somewhere else and that would have given mm. them the chance to escape. <gasps> yeah. Has he not watched TV in the 90s? Because like, <laughs> he's really missing a trick here. Sorry, Hannah, I keep interrupting. No, no, not at all. Not Female at all. workplace. Um, he, um, yeah, basically he also commits suicide. He just 
Um, oh my goodness! Himself. Yeah, God, this is dark. It yeah. is dark, isn't it? And like, yeah. so, and that's and yet much... I've had a ball, so <laughs> it's, it was all worth it. <laughs> we all uh, won in the end, didn't we? <laughs> in the aftermath, the press drummed up um, an anti-Semitic and anti-immigrant sentiment because Paul and Jacob were Jewish. They were from Latvia. Oh, God. Yeah, imagine that. The press going like, "Oh, let's use this to uh-uh. um, superb." Uh-uh. Oh God, nothing ever uh-uh. really changes. <laughs> no, yeah, I know, right? This no. could all happen today, pretty much. <laughs> exactly. And obviously, it was absolutely sensational all over the uh, newspapers at the time. So, yeah, like I said, the chase lasted over two hours, covered a distance of six miles, and they fired. I mean, it wasn't possibly it wasn't just them that had fired the bullet, but they, an estimated 400 rounds of ammunition were used between, I guess, the police and right. them. And the duck um, shooters. Yes, yeah, there are 23 casualties and two of them are fatal. Um, my goodness. So it's hard to sort of round off a case like this, but let's hear it for my friend's auntie, Auntie Maggie, who sent me this case oh on Instagram. Gosh. Oh so, my goodness. Oh, it's an amazing case. It's I mean, yeah. so fascinating. Wow. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's, it's just, I just kept reading it going, what a milk float? Like, what's happening? It just yeah. keeps going. It's it nuts. Just keeps going. It's, so, it's like a farce. It, it is like a farce. It is like a farce. And when also, we deadly someone farce. in the chat said, don't forget the horse and I very much agree with that there was a horse death as well there was Three a horse yes. yes absolutely absolutely so let's hear it for Auntie Maggie guys thanks Maggie cheers. well done cheers Maggie <laughs> drunk women solving crime Okay, well, John C., Detective Scottish Stuff, thank you for sharing this uh, with us. This is our listener crime, and we're going to blame your mother. So um, let's go. (laughs) Of (laughs) course. Again, just another, we like to deny asthma and blame mothers on this podcast. Um, So, John says, some years ago for Valentine's, I had bought my beloved some liquor chocolates. We went out, came back, and there was a very happy dog and no chocolates. Was it A, a burglar, (laughs) B, a ghost, or C, Poppy, ironically, the chocolate lab, who cost up to £1,000 at the vet to get fixed? By which I think think he means like... Fixed. Not fixed, not muted. Like, we treated. Like, yeah, we chopped her. Not, like, we punished her by taking away her genitals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, okay, so they would have pumped the dog's stomach, so they should have seen whether there was chocolate in there yeah. or, or not. We should have forensics on this. Yeah, yeah can we yeah. get forensics on the phone? <laughs> yeah, can we pull the files? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you can just sniff its poo and see if it was chocolatey. Look, I refuse to blame. I refuse to. I will blame every mother out there, but I will not blame a dog on this podcast. So we need to look into these other. So it was ghost, a burglar. Was that okay? Well, yeah. Were there any? Actually, yeah. Is is there any other people that could have had access? What about the mother? We said that we were blaming the mother. Can we blame the mother? Is there a mother who loved chocolate? Yeah, I feel like we should blame the mother. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like this is a really, really... um, Because what I like about it is it's so obviously the dog, which is why we should blame the mother. Yeah, Mm. it's so... Could not be more the dog. Like, dogs love chocolate. They're famous for this. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm famous for um, it being, yeah, it's bad for them, isn't it? Also liquor yeah, as really well, bad. so was it like yeah, a drunk? Alcohol. Yeah, that's and... double trouble. I'll tell you what, I've, um, I don't even know if you can, yeah, you can see her behind me, the black and white gal here, that's Sammy. Oh. I've had to pull a chocolate thing out of her mouth twice, and one time it was almost like a full pan of chocolate that somebody had dropped and I felt really bad for the person, so I had lots of feelings going on. Um, <laughs> was the but person she had, you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so crazy because it was like instinct because I didn't grow up with dogs like it's just all really new to me and I just pried her jaw open and reached down and got oh, the whole thing out and I just wow. didn't even think yeah wow. and then it happened again my neighborhood is filled with chocolate it's crazy <laughs> it's such yeah. a but it's such this thing she had a pano raisin <laughs> the next day <laughs> yeah and then focaccia <laughs> Wait, is she allowed rock salt? Sure. <laughs> Only pink Himalayan, darling. Only pink Himalayan. <laughs> but it's so like pounded. That's the one like no chocolate and dogs. Da, 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 so yeah. Yes, yeah. You do hear that. I remember um, 
um, Zappa once when I was taking for a walk. I'm not sure I've said this before. I was taking for a walk, and he found like a full cheese sandwich underneath a car. <gasps> and now every time we walk down that street, it doesn't have to be the same car in exactly the same spot. Oh, he checks God for a sandwich. Wow! Oh. It's so it's so cute. It's so dumb. Oh, at so, Christmas you must plant a cheese sandwich. A cheese sandwich. Oh, at, yeah. Just every once in a while, put his one birthday. under there. Oh yeah, my god! <laughs> That'll really you know? mess with them. They'll want to like see persistence, <laughs> persistence. validation. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of like gonna make him sort of like just bad behaviors. Be like, <laughs> okay. I do remember once. Um, Another dog of ours years ago had a thing about like it would eat anything in the sense that you left a sock on the floor, it would eat the sock. You left a pair of pants on the floor, it would eat the pants. Like not, you know, for any reason other than it would just chew everything and it would eat them. And I remember my dad saying that he took him for a walk on the dance once um, and he shit out a pair of my dad's pants. He's gone all the way through. Sorry if anyone's eating. I hope you finished your soup. No, do you know what? The chat is all full of the exact same kind of... We've had some heartbreaking stories in here. There was a tea towel story, very similar to your pants one. Yeah, a tea towel story. And there was some... A dog ate somebody's um, advent calendar. Which was well, like for each upset. day, like really, yeah. <laughs> just before. very methodically. Yeah, yeah, that's really funny. You've got a weird dog yeah. there. Think about yeah. a tea towel. It's like a shitty tea towel. Um, in the middle of a path up the downs is a lot less weird than a, a man's grey pair of pants. <laughs> yeah, that really does I, raise very many questions. I think they're questions. quite similar, actually. Shitty tea towel and man's grey pants. I feel oh like that's God. a matching crime. In the olden days, they used to, when pants were worn out, they used to, like, boil them and then turn them into, like, cloths to, like, clean with. Yeah. Do you know, my mum... I shouldn't tell this. My mum was not back <laughs> to the story. My mum cleans the windows with my dad's old underwear because yes. she swears it is the best thing to clean the windows with. This is what the last generation did. It's a yeah. very lint-free cotton. I understand. Mm-hmm. 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 And it's waste not, want not. Very spirit mm-hmm. of the blitz. Exactly. Absolutely. Oh, I'm really glad now that my dog's <laughs> don't eat so disgusting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Taylor. <laughs> No, I'm just glad that they don't eat non-food items, at least, well, so far. Yes. My yeah. friend's dog ate my favorite pair of pants. Oh, that's what this has brought up. And I thought <laughs> I'd just, like, I was just staying at her house. I'm like, how have I misplaced? We all had favorite pants. Mm. And she had this beautiful Tibetan mastiff. And then it and just threw them up in the kitchen. I'm like, yep, yeah, because I saw the little flowers. <laughs> I'm like, Damn it. Were, they, were they recoverable? Did you just like clean them up and they were good? No, I loved them so much that I would have just cleaned them and still worn them. But um, no, they had been they had been chewed. Oh, that's for you. Just use on the windows exclusively after. That. <laughs> <laughs> Should we purpose them? They make great window washers. <laughs> oh, I'm seeing as well on the chat that lots of people are going like, "Oh yeah, my mum uses knickers on the windows. <laughs> my mum has an entire entire wardrobe of old knickers." Yeah, this is a life hack. <laughs> yeah, do it. Sounds like it holes in them. Well, um. Posey, can I say thank you so much for being with us uh, today? It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, before we go... Um, what a what... segue from stuff that comes out of dogs' butts. <laughs> Wait, also, we, never, we never found out what who, who actually committed the crime. I mean, we're trying to stitch up the mum, but we're police planting evidence it was the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, I refuse to believe it. I would know. No. <laughs> but, um, yes, I'm afraid. I mean, I don't know if uh, Detective Scottish stuff is... Um, able to to tell us but i think there was a very um distinct uh scottish stuff i have sent you a picture of the chocolate thief to you on instagram what <laughs> this is what we're here Ooh. for i love this just so i can have a look at this dog you guys just talk amongst <laughs> yourselves we're all just gonna wait i want, well, I want to see the dog i think we like... solved it thank you for sharing the crime with us yeah <laughs> i hope that helped Oh my god, okay. We can't, blame, we can't blame this guy. Oh, shut up. Oh, oh my god, he's so guilty. Though. <laughs> I love him so much. That I wouldn't even blame him. We dog. could be mad at him, him, but he definitely did it. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was 100% him. Yeah. He definitely did it, and he would do it again. Thanks, yeah. oh, oh, I love closed. him. He is a cutie. Oh, she, um, sorry. Wow, she. I'm so sexist. Yeah. Dogs are boys, cats are girls. So yeah. where were we? Uh, Posey, what's the weirdest thing you've pulled out of your ass? <laughs> so, so sorry. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, that's I don't I don't even know if I've pulled anything. Oh, that's so boring. Why have I pulled anything interesting out of my ass? Oh, you've got years left. That's Honestly, so true. That don't is, worry. That, it's more inappropriate for us to ask you that than any of the men that accosted you in Edinburgh. <laughs> We've come full circle, haven't we? Yeah. We've come full circle. Uh, yeah, I, I pulled some of the men from Edinburgh out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, um, so all uh, that remains for me to say is tell us actually about where we can find you. What are you up to next? What's the next? Um, what's the next project? The, yes, um, the I'm not a gorilla. Is that? Yeah. Are you doing uh, it again? Okay. Are you doing a new show? So first of all, you should all follow me on at mosey underscore moo. That is m o s e y underscore m o o on Instagram. And just to mix it up, it is at moo m o o mosey. M-O-S-E-Y on Twitter. So go follow me on those. Um, <laughs> I, I largely don't post stuff that is related to my shows at all. I really should post more of that stuff. Um, well, thank you so much for being with us. It's funny because we've got an audience here when I say put your hands together. I, everyone at home, I want you to be applauding as well. So put your hands <laughs> together, the particularly in the bar. From the bar. <laughs> yeah. For Posey Mater! Yay! Oh, thanks, Posey. You're a great detective. Amazing. <laughs> thank you detective. so much. I'll Yay! add that to my notes. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then write it in a review and we'll solve it. Thank you to Acast and thank you for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.